Yo, this is Caesar Walker, the cool, calm, collected one. And I'm joined by Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well articulated nonsense. <laughs> Sounds so great, don't you agree, Gat? I definitely agree. It's a sound that I don't hear often enough these days, but a blessing every time I hear it. I agree, sir. Um, we want to shout out our old as well as new listeners. And if you are a new listener and you uh, happen to be. Uh, uh, they're what? not old listeners, Walker. They're repeat listeners. They're fans. They're um, they're meaningful people in uh, Tipping Point. Them. And you happen to be listening to us via Apple, Spotify or SoundCloud. Please. I ask you, please. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and comment, leave reviews where applicable. And uh, you can also follow us on social media. We actually have a website that lists all of those platforms. Get what's the website, sir? That is www.thetippingpoint.com. That's T-H-A-tippingpoint.com. I'm ready for radio walk. And let's get the show started. So this is episode Dude, this is actually sixty-four. Sixty-three put, was the last one. You know, you put sixty-two in the description on Apple. Well then this has to be sixty-three then. No, uh, it's it's, it's sixty four, I think. No, it's sixty-three. Cause I wouldn't have I wouldn't have put sixty-two like it wouldn't allow me to save sixty-two if there's already sixty-two out there because I use the same naming convention. Okay. So Nerd. it's sixty-three then. This is sixty-three. This so is we've not been 64. saying it wrong. You said it wrong. I didn't say anything last week. You agreed to it. I didn't agree to anything. You don't. So you. Where's so I, the signature? So basically, I just talk and by myself. These what mics you, get set up by themselves, and I just talk. What'd right? you say? Right. Okay. <laughs> how are? You? I don't care anymore. <laughs> I wanted to ask you how are you doing, but I don't care. I really don't. Well, I'll answer for the people listening if that's okay. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> No lies told there, Walker. <laughs> how, how, how are you? Walker, all things considered, I'm okay. I'm, I'm a little uh, emotionally spent today. Uh, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, no. <laughs> that was so not the thing I should have said. Uh, no. My, uh, my six-year-old had two birthday parties today, Walker. On top of that, um, the boys had haircuts. So we had an early start, and it just seems like one of those days that's just been going you know so um i'm glad to be here but it's just had winding a lot down. yeah it's just winding down there's just, uh, just a whole bunch going on today so same here for me not not necessarily in a bad way but just like a dad way i mean you're adulting i think they, the word is for it is adulting no that were, that's so 2019 um it's a dad it's a dad thing dad tired i think there's a there is a, a podcast named dad tired by the way okay but um yeah Oh, how about you, Walker? How you feeling? Oh, I was adulting because I don't have kids yet. So anyway, um, been up this morning, um, hit the gym, feeling good about that. Once you get some good food in you and your day's been going, running errands, and you know, you start to wind down just like you. I'm not dad tired, but yeah, I'm going to sleep well tonight. Shout out to Chick-fil-A too, because um, you have enhanced this man's mood. 
all through your uh, southwestern bean salad, as Walker likes to call it. So shout out to CFA. I do not call it that. <laughs> I do not call it that. But when yes. did you start setting it up for yourself, dude? You were, <laughs> it was much more fun when you were a punching bag. What was I punching bag? Never, but let me, let me dream. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got the paintbrush and the paint in your hand. Go ahead and paint the narrative. How was your week? Oh, man, that's a good question. Oh, Walker. Dude, I got news. Oh, okay. my goodness. I did. I wouldn't have thought of this had you not asked me. Okay. Um. So, dude, our parent company, Uh, we, we have an annual conference every year. Guess who's speaking in that joke? boy. <laughs> dude, these, dude, these folks called me, right? And they're just like, they're, they're, they're like super shy. They're super just like walking on eggshells. Uh, uh, Mr. Gatry, hi, this is from I'm, I'm important. Um, you know about our conference coming up in April of this year? We were just wondering if you may be. Yes, I'm interested. Okay. Well, Mr. Gatry, we have any. I'm interested. Send me the details. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, the audacity. You you want me to speak? And like. But like, you cut them off. How you know they wanted you to speak? I'm, they I'm, I'm, they, I'm probably, they probably wanted you to clean up afterwards. And. <laughs> They were loan volunteers. That was that was for shock value. In reality, I let them finish, obviously, because honestly, I thought it was a telemarketer first. <laughs> but I heard them out like I do most telemarketers that call. You do uh, that? Yeah, man. These guys, I mean, they're, they're people too. You know, like, I don't think I don't think your average telemarketer like dreams of that job. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are people like I know. I know I'm you. Not, I'm not rude, but I'm direct. No, 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 no. So a, you let them get their whole script out. out. Get, get it out, right? And for you to, to say you're not interested. No, 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 Walker. See, see, that's when you're trying to make you and I the same. We're different people. Like, I have never tried to make you and I the same. <laughs> Let's be clear on that. <laughs> see, see, Walker, I do things with a positive spin, right? So, yeah, um, for the third time, you're trying to tell me my uh, warranty's expired on the truck I don't even own anymore. But let me hear you out. And then once I do, I'm going to politely and pleasantly thank you. This for is calling. their final time trying to reach you yeah. about your car's warranty. I'm going to pleasantly thank you for calling me. I'm going to ask how your day's going. And then I'll get to the, well, you know what? Unfortunately, <laughs> I sold that truck three years ago. But hey, I appreciate you asking. I think you're doing a swell job at your career. You have too much time <laughs> on your hands. I just want you to know that. But that's the thing, like, see, Walker, what, what you don't understand or appreciate is- Because clearly this is about me not this understanding. Is, this is all about you. Okay. You're the reason this, this, these things are happening. <laughs> 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 no, man, like, I've been there. I've been in jobs that I hate. You've been a telemarketer? <clears throat> I have not been a telemarketer. So how have you been there? I've been in jobs that I hate, but you got to do them because you got responsibilities. Okay. These people calling me have responsibilities. But sure. Anyway, Walker. Um, yes, I do listen to telemarketers. Sue me. Um, but no. no, once once that's <laughs> once, punishment enough. Once I heard them out and I heard the uh, the lady's name, I was like, oh, I know you because I mean I've seen your name on company oriented stuff. 
And then she started talking about the videos that I, you know, that are that are put out there with me in them, unfortunately. And um, that's when she came up with the idea. And she's like, Ronnie, your your energy's so good. We just really believe you'd rock this. And I was just like, thank you, Lord, number one. The number two, I was like, I am there. I, all I need are details. But if you're looking to secure me as a speaker, I am there. So um, congratulations. Sir. Thank you, Walker. That's the <clears> nicest <throat> thing you said to me all year. That is not true. <laughs> you, why you lie? Why are you always lying? <laughs> because it's provocative. <laughs> it gets the people going. <laughs> BS is what it is. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so that happened this week. And, you know, um, congrats. Though. Thanks, man. I'm pretty excited about that. And know what you're going to talk about? Uh, yeah. Do you want to know? No. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, what? And? I'm not going to say if you don't want to hear. Okay. So, what? what's next? Oh, after that, about this week? Um, oh, that was really the high point. What are you going to talk about, Gabe? <laughs> I am going to talk about uh, keeping a positive uh, frame of mind in all situations. Now, this is going to be hilarious. What? Huh? Why? Keeping a, say a it positive again? frame of mind in every. Well, as it pertains to real estate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got to be more specific. <laughs> or as the older people say. Pacific. There you go. Um, but yeah, so. Okay. Apparently, I have a positive vibe that I give off. Who would have known? I mean, I sure as heck don't. <laughs> Uh, I think that was the best news I got this week, though. Uh, what about you, Walk? Um, I didn't get no news like that, but okay. it was pretty standard week. Cool. Work was good. Hey, checks over stripes. Family's good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, cool. So things are good there. Good deal. Hey. Um, oh, this is a good week for me working out, man. Oh, let's hear about this. this. Let's hear about this. Five days. Okay. Got my five in. Um, would have been six, but of course we had to go somewhere last night. You know what that was about. You're welcome. Um, you, I'm welcome. Yeah. Cause ha had, had I not, you invited me number one. So yeah, look at yourself in the mirror. And then, uh, <laughs> number two, I feel like had I not gone, you would have gone to the gym. No, we were going, I told you in a text message, we were going, we went to a Bible study. Um, about married couples, everyone who's listening, because this is an inside conversation. Um, Do we were going listen? anyway because we were going to support our my, my in laws, her parents. We were going regardless. Oh, and I thought I told you that clearly. You may have a walker. I read like every other word of your text, and that's why you <laughs> thought I was going to the gym if you wasn't going, and thereby making it all about you. When in fact. <laughs> what? Huh? How did that have anything to do with me? Because you said you're welcome. Did I? <laughs> when this when this is released, <laughs> listen to it. Listen back. Play it back. Then text me. I may or may not read it. You're not gonna read it. <laughs> but no, all is good, man. I cannot yeah. complain. I cannot complain. What's on your mind, Gat? Um I I had a um a striking sense of self-actualization on Friday morning. Um Walker sitting across from me right now is a man with a Mickey Mouse hat on that is extremely insecure. Um, to give to give our listeners some context, some very transparent contact context. Um, as as you all know, I've I've been married ten years, and um, marriage isn't always easy. 
So uh, my wife and I had been struggling with a few things that um, I hadn't really said were really her fault, but um, I was I was shaping questions with an with an with a very whack attempt at helping her to see where her actions were incorrect. Um, but what I, what I realized after getting frustrated with this um, was a lot of the questions I was asking her about her were deeply rooted in my own insecurities, right? Um, Walker, one thing I've shared with you before in our off air talks, um, one of the things that I fear most is losing my wife. Uh, I love my life. I love, <laughs> I love my wife dearly. Love my. You love your life as well. I, do. I would hope so. I do. Um, I have a lot to be thankful for. Um, but I love my wife dearly. Um, and I mean, there's. I know it sounds very cliche, but there is genuinely not much I would not do for my wife. That's a good thing. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> Dang, how do I how do I land this? Yeah, yeah. So I was uh, I was in the gym Friday morning at four forty five a.m. Not trying to brag. Kind of late uh, for you, right? <laughs> yeah. But I was I was in there, um, you know, doing my weight training session, and I was uh, I was listening to none other than the Pierre Bourne. <laughs> man, that, man, Walker, roll your eyes all you want to. If people would give that project a chance, you'll learn something just like I did. But there was a track on there. <laughs> there was a track on there that uh, Pierre has where uh, I guess the the onus of the track centers around him and his love interest, um, his love interest with the desire to gain access to his phone. You know, this is a common urban thing, right? Um, so Pierre, being very resistant to this, um, goes on goes on the track and explains why he's resistant to this to giving her access to his phone um you know he's he's and i don't know if this is true this just could be for artistic purposes you know but i think there's still a lesson to be learned there um but the initial reason was he knows that there's stuff on his phone that could criminalize him and lead to him losing his current love interest and he doesn't really want that um but well, that, that's really the that's really the there are other reasons why, but that was the main one I want to focus on or harp on. And he does a great job in really discussing or kind of producing his own insecurities with that. And um, it leads to a lot of confusion because, you know, he's he's asking himself the question, um, you know, if I were to give her access to this and she sees this stuff, she's gonna she's gonna be gone and then what am i gonna do you know um so his own seemingly his own insecurity <laughs> is what's keeping him from giving his love interest access to his mobile phone being transparent hmm? so his insecurity is keeping him from being transparent correct and open with correct his, with his significant other correct okay correct. love interest you know slime rappers don't have significance Okay. So yeah, that was that was really a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not touching that. Um, so I get a text Friday morning um, as I'm getting ready for work, and it comes through and it says, "Bro, 
I'm the problem. I'm super insecure. All caps. The super part was was all caps. Yeah. Um, and My I insecurities guess, kept me from putting insecure in all caps. So, my question. That was funny. I'm, congratulations. <laughs> um, so, what? What between four forty-five and six twenty-eight? How did you? How did you get to him? How do you get to him talking about his insecurities, and what allowed you to get to a place to where you were able to declare? what your problems and issues are within your marriage and your life. Good question. So, um, Pierre's, uh, Pierre's artistic fear of losing his, his significant. No, they don't have significant others, right? His uh, love interest. There you go. (laughs) Um, spoke directly to me and it was a tight correlation to something that's on my heart that I believe roots my insecurity, which is of, of my wife leaving me. Now, I guess the only difference is, my wife has free access to my phone. Um, she she knows the code on my phone. She uses my phone often. I don't know if she's looking for anything, but I don't have anything to hide. So there's really nothing to look for. But, um, but I think with me, I feel like I have to do everything and some in order to keep the possibility of her leaving out of existence. Okay. And I believe I, in turn, rob myself a lot of me upon doing so, because, you know, it seems like it seems like at that point, it's just like her needs are her needs are more important than mine. Right. Just based based uh, essentially rooted off the insecurity of me being fearful of, of losing her. So the insecurity is the root issue but the symptoms are you being what passive yes speaking up for yourself which is another form of being passive but communicating your needs effectively correct hmm okay and it's and 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 one thing with me instead of instead of saying hey look i this is what i need from you I would in turn, in order to keep that, that conversation as light as I could, I would in turn ask, are you aware of my needs inventory? What's the point of asking that? Because it's, it's not to me, to me, that's a little more easy to deal with. But if she, if you haven't communicated those needs, how would you expect her to know? Well, I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, no no one gets out of premarital counseling without, you know, their needs being exposed, you know? So it's just, the needs can change. Needs can change. Absolutely. Um, but it's just from, for me going from that point of premarital counseling and now I can't, I can't really tell you if I've ever approached her and said, Hey, look, these are what my needs are. But what on the other side of that, what what I feel like the insecurities force me to do is make sure that I'm fully aware of her needs if and when they ever evolve. And then checking myself to make sure I'm fulfilling all those needs. Because in my mind, once I fulfill all those needs, the reality of her leaving goes away. Goes away. So I can. I, and this is what I've, I've told myself until recently, but I can, I can deal with myself 
I can, I can, this is, this is very toxic what I'm about to say, but, um, I can do without my needs because I'd rather do without and still have her by my side than me dwell on the lack of needs being fulfilled. Mm. Now, um, I'm, I'm fast forwarding here, but one thing I was reminded of as I had these thoughts was that this is toxic because I'm human, right? Right. I don't think there are many humans walking around that do not have a need of some sort. Right. So if I've allowed myself to believe the false narrative of, you know, forget my needs, then what's going to happen over time is my human element is going to surface. Right. Sure. And then at some point my human element is going to say, dude, we have to get these needs fulfilled. Sure. Sure. And so, you know, you know what could potentially happen after that. Well, I mean, again, you're you once your needs go unmet, I mean, you go into starvation mode. Correct. Right. Yeah. And so you're willing to go out. I mean, you can have a home cooked meal at the house. You're not going to be tempted with going outside and eating fast food. Right. 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 Um, Because, you know, the better quality food is at the house. But if there's nothing at the house. There's nothing in the refrigerator. There's nothing. Then the fast food starts looking good. Yeah. And so your 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 needs don't go away just because you're not meeting them. Correct. It's not like they say, well, he's not going to do anything about it. So we're going to cease to exist. Right. So, yeah, that that does become an issue. And I think that's why you have to verbally communicate those things regardless. Mm. You know? Well, yes. Very good. Very good point, Walker. Um. One thing, one thing I really, and this is like the crux of what I want to get at with you while we discuss this, that you wouldn't let me talk to you about on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and I honored that. Um, but he, here, here's the thing, Walker, here's what, here's what I need help deconstructing. Okay. Cause in my mind, by the way, Walker, here's where jo- Walker's jokes go out the window. Cause now we're about to have Dude, a serious Don't do comment. this. What do you mean? Don't do this. What do you mean? Don't rob the listeners of our DNA. Jokes, jokes still live here. Okay. Okay. Sure. I still want you to be Walker. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be that. Okay. You're asking me to put on a different hat now. No. Oh. You have me to deconstruct. <laughs> no, I'm deconstructing the thought for you. Um <laughs> I I believe, I seemingly believe now that my passive behavior in a sense, erodes the level of respect that my wife has for me. Okay. All rooted in insecurity. So I feel like she can see an insecure man even when I can't. While I'm while I'm doing all these things to fulfill her uh, love language, I think she can see through that and see that it's I think she appreciates the acts, but I think I think she can she can analyze and see the vessel and see a hollow body with that vessel. Okay. Because again, it's become more so of what can I do for her today? Okay. You know, so would you the question I have for you is just in your not in your knowledge, and again, listeners, we're not experts on any of this stuff. This is just two guys having a conversation. Of course. Um, in your own opinion, as it pertains to women, do you think 
I won't say easier, but do you think a woman tends to respect a man more when they're more secure in who they are, even if it even if it sometimes goes against their own needs assessment versus having a passive uh, partner? What words are these? But, but, uh, uh, as opposed to having a passive male who is insecure and not really who seemingly isn't sure of his own self. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that loaded? Yeah. Okay. It's loaded. Unpack but that but he, he, here's the thing. Let, let's 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 be clear here. Everyone has insecurities. Okay. Everyone has insecurities. Sure. Okay. Um. The thing about insecurities is they manifest themselves differently depending on the person. Okay. Okay. I've seen some overly aggressive yet insecure men. Sure. And women. Right. Right. So you can be very up, up forward about what you want and this, that, and the third, but deep down, if we get to the bottom of it, there is some insecurity behind feeding that behavior. Okay. okay? Yours just so happens to manifest in it being passive. Right. Right. I think the whole passive nature of it. Yes. Most women to answer your question, most women don't want a passive guy. They do want a guy. They, th there's a respect that people, not even just women, but people have towards leadership, right? Right. I mean, just being a natural leader. Hey, uh, today I found, an, I found a cool place for us to go. It'll be fun. I've made accommodations for us to go. Oh yeah, I know we talked about doing errands. I've already taken care of that. Go ahead and get, get ready. At, we gotta be here at this time. Da 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 da. Kind of like, kind of like last night. That's that's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. that's that's pretty. All right. He saw something. He made preparations. He took care of. I, I think I think anyone can follow a person who has a plan and a vision for something. Okay. Right. They're doing something. Um. I think when you put yourself in a situation to where you allow other people to dictate your behavior i think that's where depending on that person's disposition they can take advantage of that oh. and they don't tend to respect you as much because there's no firmness on your part to say no or whatever yeah and i think with your spouse it can get it can get to be it can be tricky it can be tricky because I, there's nothing wrong with wanting to please your wife right nothing wrong with that i think for you you have to you have to come to the table and talk to your wife about and again that goes into y'all's communication and having meaningful conversations but i talked to my wife about an insecurity i had recently actually and i told her hey this is what i figured out about me huh. and i was able to articulate and, and and it dealt with we we talked about um, in a previous podcast um, about being disciplined yeah and we talked about how it, that lack of discipline can manifest itself in in infidelity and and other things like pornography and the whole nine I talked about how that was something that in my past I dealt with right well coming from that I mean that really caused problems in our marriage and from there arose an insecurity for me okay the insecurity of it was losing my wife okay now i'm i'm good i'm good 
thank God I'm good. Yeah. But that insecurity was formed out of causing her hurt or having her worry or having her, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't want, I want her to be at peace and she may be at peace, but I'm not at peace. And so going to her and talking to her about that and saying, Hey, you may be good. And the weird thing about insecurities is that oftentimes they're not really true. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not really, they're based off of a fear you have. Right. Right. And so putting the fear out, like, like bringing the fear to the forefront and say, Hey, here's what I'm afraid of. Here's what I know to be true about you. Now you can confirm or deny whether that's true. And, and in this situation, my wife was like, no, that's not true. Like I have, I'm good. Like I've, I trust she was her words. I trust the God in you. Mm. I trust that there, there are certain things about you that I know just in prayer. I know God has us like we're good. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> Cause you know, I talk to God on a daily basis. I, I have in doing that, she was, she really loved the fact that we talked about it. We prayed together about it and we moved forward. Now I don't have to carry this fear around with me. I can be free. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I know that she's good and I don't have to, cause when you're, we're, when you're in fear of something, you're paralyzed, right? Right. So in your case, your concern about, about standing up for yourself your fear is if you tell your spouse what you need they may not comply or they may not meet that need you feel rejected it drives a bigger wedge and i get closer to the thing i'm afraid of is losing her right right when in reality when in reality you feeding into that fear basically brings into fruition the thing that you don't want mm. right now I've, I've heard people say this faith fear is the opposite of faith it's like faith but it works it's been it's been reverse engineered to do the opposite mm. so if we say that faith brings things into fruition that we desire where fear brings things into fruition that we don't desire so think about it i never tell my wife I continue to be passive about my needs and my wants. I continue. If I don't talk to my wife about my needs, what happens to my needs? Do they get met? No, no. So if I can, if I don't break down and just have a heart to heart with her and finally tell her, but I start going outside the marriage to get it met, what am I doing? What am I putting my marriage at risk of divorce, divorce, but it's all rooted in a fear. Okay. So basically, if you begin to feed into that fear and then act on that fear and and you begin to do things that are that are basically connected to that fear, you're basically going to bring in to fruition the very thing that you don't even want to have happen. Yeah, your best thing. And, and, and again, it's a communication thing. I don't know. Couples have you have to evaluate your your communication with your spouse me and my wife we communicate very well okay all right so if this is something that you can talk to your spouse about hopefully you can but you can sit down and just talk to her and say hey i have a i realize i have a fear of this happening and there's a lot of things i haven't talked to you about that i need from you but i've been afraid of you rejecting me i've been afraid of i don't even know if that's even fair but that's what i have felt 
And I want to put that out in the forefront and let's talk about it. Let's deal with it. Let's 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 get it out there so we don't you don't have to keep running from it privately and suffering in silence because you got this thing, this burden on you that you just been keeping to yourself for God knows how long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think the best thing to do about those insecurities is just to put them out there. In my opinion. Mm. And not not just said than done, Walker. Oh, absolutely. Because and absolutely. Because and I hate, I hate it wasn't to easy tangle, for me. I hate to tangle this even more, but for me, my insecurities keep me from having that conversation. Mm-hmm. From putting that on the table. Okay. So then it's like I, I like what you said. I feel what you said. Mm-hmm. But it, it seemed like for me, I got to take a step back, one step before that. Okay. Because. And, and 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 I believe I'm getting better at this since I've you know since I've kind of brought awareness to it. But for me, if I get in my mind that she's not gonna vibe well with it, I'm not gonna say it. Okay, that's not healthy. I understand that. Sure, but that's the insecurity saying, well, she she's she's not gonna respond well to this. Well, I'll put it to you this way. It's not easy to put some clothes in a gym bag and go to the gym. Well, and I mean, if you haven't done it before, let's, t- let's talk okay. about if you haven't done yeah, it before. Not it's, it's not easy to get up and go to the to a the place you rarely ever go to, never been to, and actually go work out. Right. Right. That's not easy. No. Nothing's easy. Anything that you normally don't do is easy because you just haven't done it. Right. Right, right. It's easy to you now working out because how 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 long have you been working out? Uh, what's it's second nature now, right? YG six, yeah, what six years? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Okay. So it's second nature. So basically, anything, basically, what you're talking about is uncharted territory. If you if you've never done something before, there's going to be a fear about it. What if what if what if it doesn't work? What if she doesn't? Well, you know what happens if you don't say anything. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, right? just weigh it. Yeah, like well, yeah. If you don't say it. You know, you're going that way. If you you're at a bigger it, risk if you don't put if you don't put abs- it out in the front. Absolutely, front. absolutely. You're at bigger risk. Yeah. So basically, you have to assess which risk are you willing to live with. <laughs> you being upfront and honest about it, and at least putting it out there so she'll know where you stand. And here's the thing: if and I, I believe for for most of it. Granted, our sp- we're not perfect. Our spouses aren't perfect. You know, whatever. But I would like to think that if you have a reasonable spouse, I think they would appreciate you just being honest about that. Sure. And you never, you have no idea how that can open the door to them being honest about their insecurities. Mm -hmm. Cause it's not just you who has insecurities, right? Right. They got insecurities of their own. But if, if you can create a safe space to where y'all can share those things and and y'all can y'all can something y'all can pray about something y'all y'all can support each other and help each other in dude that's dope i mean if anything that would bring y'all closer together i would imagine right so again i think you're a bigger risk keeping it to yourself than 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 sharing it basically okay you know and again i i think if this is if this is your wife you 
you think very you should think very highly of this woman there are a lot of good qualities she brings to the table i hope one of them is that she's a reasonable human being mm. right yeah so why who better than her to share these things with that's true and i don't think you have to be so afraid of how she will respond again that's fear that's fear and i think and i say this there's nothing you can't talk yourself out of mm. what i mean by that is you can effectively communicate and like i did with my wife i know this may sound crazy but this is a fear this is a fear i don't know where it came from you know you may not know where it came from but i don't believe this to be true in most fear most fear isn't based off of the truth mm -hmm. it's based off of an insecurity okay. that i have okay so this is an insecurity it has nothing to do with you but i'm running to you with this because i need your support in this and I, I need your help with this. I need you to partner with me to tackle this. Right? Right. Now they feel empowered to want to help. They feel empowered to want to be a part of helping you, you know. So again, that's that's again, that's I, I think that's a great way to deal with the insecure. And I think that's part of personal growth. When you can come to a place where you understand why you're wired a certain way mm -hmm. and why you do the things that you do. I don't think that at that point, you know, they say behind a, every strong man is a strong woman. Well, that woman's there to help you. Mm. You know, that's true. So if if you're self aware enough to know that there's some things you have to work on, then who better than your queen to help you out with? Okay. Just a thought. That makes a lot of sense. Just a thought. Okay. And again, too, well, this is a great opportunity to talk about therapy. Oh, this yeah. is another great yeah. opportunity. You, you may not you may not be able to talk to your wife, but you have therapy. True. You have someone who's pro, who's required by law not to out your your business mm -hmm. that yeah. you can go and talk to, who can walk you through that as well. Right. Um. So again, I say you know if you have if you have an understanding and loving wife, definitely talk to her about it, but also seek some professional guidance on that. Mm -hmm. There's a okay. lot of people who can who can walk you through. How do I get to a place in your case, get how can I get to a place to where I can be, I can balance balance being serious about my needs, but at the same time, respecting her and her needs. Mm. Right. Because right. I think that's the balancing act, right? Yeah. You're very f clear about what you need. Right. But at the same time, you're still able to give her the things that she needs. Okay. And I think for you, you have traded one for the other as if they're mutually exclusive. I think both can exist in the same space. You have to push past the fear of being rejected and just hang on to what you need and just only serve her. You, you're going to burn yourself out eventually. Right. So. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Thanks, Walker. No problem. See, that wasn't as bad as you thought. And I said no jokes either. Keep in mind. I know. You're trash. <laughs> That's why <laughs> hilarious. Man. Uh, so, uh, so what you gonna do? Uh, got some, got some stuff to think about. Yeah, and you know, I, I'll just, I'll just be honest. Since, since Friday, since I've kind of made these insecurities, I brought awareness to these insecurities. Um, I've spent time praying about how to handle them and how to how to make little steps in order to uh, reduce the effectiveness of these insecurities. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, <laughs> there, there's a resource and uh, shout out to my homeboy. You know who you are. I'm not going to say who you are, 
but you know who you are. Um, he put me onto this uh, app called Smile. Have you heard of that? Mm -mm. So, um, is that it? Is it Smile? Hold on, I want to make sure this is right because this app is pretty cool. What does it do while you're looking it up? Uh, Shine is the name of it. Excuse me. So Shine is um, it's it's kind of it's kind of if you could think of a free therapist in an app, Shine is essentially that. Okay. So so it'll as you set up your profile on Shine, it you know at one point it says, well, where do you want to start this journey to not self recovery, but you know what I mean. Right. And um, you pick from all these different categories or whatever. And from that point, once you set your profile up, it gives you a thought every day, something to read on, and it challenges you to meditate or pray over that thought. Hmm. And so um, what, what happens after that is, and this sounds kind of weird, but I found it to be effective the first time I used it. Um, there's a recorded voice telling you these things, giving you these thoughts, which serve as motivation for you to rise above whatever for me whatever insecurity you may have okay and really empower yourself okay you know because lo low self-esteem is something i still deal with so okay um and you know <laughs> it's rooted in, in a lot of insecurity as well right but um, as most yeah yeah so i don't know i used it i used it uh, uh friday morning when i downloaded it and i used it this morning and it's just it, it takes about it, it, it took me literally five minutes to get through these daily exercises or whatever. And it just really just served as a springboard to my day. Okay. You know, so anyway, um, and thinking of that, I, I believe some of the things I did, some things I learned with that app yesterday and in briefly discussing with you helped me to make a change yesterday, which is outside of my norm. Okay. And if I could be even more transparent, um, you know, when Walker invited me to the uh, Bible study at his church, uh, my immediate thought was, well, my wife's not going to want to go to that. So <laughs> I believe had it not been for this awareness, had it not, yeah, that's right. Had it not been for the, uh, had it not been for this, uh, awareness, I would have, I would have fell victim to that and been like, oh, my wife didn't want to do that. Walker go away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it was it was different because it's something I know that we need, and not only that, but it was something I really wanted to do. What about me? Right. You know. So um, what I did was uh, I called my wife, and kind of kind of how you set it up, <laughs> I uh, I told her I said, "Hey, look, we've got childcare. Um, I'm going to pick up dinner. You and I are going to a Bible study at Walker's church." Mm -hmm. And as I told you, Walker, because I, I called you right after I got off the phone with her, um, I could I could feel a sense, I could feel a sense of assurance for my mm. wife, something I hadn't really gotten before. And as you saw yesterday, I mean, my wife was exhausted, right? Right. But it it led me to think, this is this is the this is the confidence she needs her man to have, even when dealing with her. Sure. You know. Sure. So, so anyway, I found it to be impactful. Now, do I do I think I'm going to do that and everything, and it turn out no? But no, that's, there, not my, that's not my motive. There's my, a way, yeah, and there's a way you communicate. Like yeah. it's an art form, right? It's really an art form, and we talked about that some yesterday yes. as well. Yes, we did. I mean, and, and a classic example is like 
you you I was like you have to work on how you ask questions and right. I get on to my wife about that like she'll say hey uh do you want to go to the store for and I was like no I don't want to go to the store no I don't now will I go to the store for you sure I will do that but no I didn't wake up this morning saying you know what I you know what I could do <laughs> I could really go to the store because I'm pretty sure my wife is going to need something. So right. let me go ahead and start getting dressed now, even though no one asked me. Just wait for the question. Right. Like, <laughs> no. Like, who does that? Right. And I think. In well, your, it depends on the store. If it's Costco, I, I could get ready. You, you just get ready. <laughs> hey, what you doing after this? Fanny pack? Costco. Oh, God. <laughs> I just envision you with a Costco fanny pack on. And that's actually realistic. Hey, yeah. I, that's sick. I'd be anyway. lying if I said it hadn't happened before. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I feel like there there's an af, there's an aspect of hey, do you want to go to da 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 da? She probably don't. Right. She probably and I think she that's okay if she doesn't want to go. But I feel like you know it's okay to say hey, um, you got plans on such and such a date? No. There's a really uh, neat Bible study that's going on in a Walker's church that. I'm really excited about like I really want to check it out and see and I think it'll be something good for us so what I've done is that I'm taking care of the boys uh, we're gonna have food so we don't have to worry about food we don't have to worry about the boys all the things we have to worry about when we come home for work all you got to do is just come home hop in my car and we'll go and I got you yeah coming yeah and then that's when you of ask hey you coming? yeah, yeah. She, she's like oh okay you know what I mean? And, and again, it's it's just being it's being a leader. I think one of the things that made that that has made uh, President Obama very an attractive person just in general is even women are drawn to him is because they see you see a leader in him. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not perfect, but I see, a you know, he he's he he has a vision. He's going somewhere. He's going to do something. And you're like, yeah, I want to come along for the ride. Yeah. Like, I want to see what what's going what's going to be down the end of the road, right? Yeah. His whole change campaign, the whole, you know what I mean? Like, he 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 was a visionary, and I think what makes what's in every man is the ability to lead. And so, I think when you can when you can channel that and nurture that and develop that to where you're going somewhere, and you have to come with me to see how this turns out. I think most people be willing to follow us as guys, but if we don't have a sense of direction, we have to be told what to do. We have no initiative, no ambition, no drive. The whole that's going to become that's not going to be attractive for most women. Right. You know what I mean? And right. so when they see that leadership capable, they see that we're doing something. It ain't got to be this whole grandiose thing, but we're passionate about something. Right. Something that drives us, something that allows us to just go ahead and handle all the kids and put them away so we can do this they want to see what this is about this got you you know out here working yeah you know what i mean so yeah. i i think i think when you look at it from that standpoint and make it you know and when you start talking like you you can you can say hey man this is something that's i think is gonna be good i'm excited about it i want you to come with me yeah now it's, it's no longer hey do you want to go to a bible study Across town after work that you're there's, there's so no tired about. Confidence in that that you're tired about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, again, it's communication. Yeah, it's just yeah. communication. And I think that's something that you're going to have to learn. There's books on it. There's a whole lot of resources that you got that can help you with that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks, Walker. You're welcome. Same time um, next week. Yeah. Um. By the way, the uh, send me your routing number. Uh, um. Sure. Yeah. Because it, it didn't it didn't go through last okay. week. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I may just uh, cash app you. Cash app. <laughs> That's easier. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. What we got, bro? We got Dort. Um. For those new to the podcast, Dort is an acronym for discuss or trash. Simply put here, we've got a series of topics. Today it's only Walker because I've been lazy, um, but we have a series of topics and uh, Walker and I collectively discuss if we're going to talk about them or if we're just going to dismiss them into the uh, rhetoric of minutia. What's make this fun is that we have not, we don't discuss these anymore prior to the podcast. So I'm just going to throw out stuff and we're going to get our raw emotion and takes on this. This is what makes it fun. Okay. So since I have them all, I'm going to be leading them. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lil Wayne dropped an album yesterday, The Funeral. Um, Discuss a nope. Don't you, don't you dare reach for that board. Discuss a trash. We will, as I've said before, we will discuss this trash. Have you listened to it? Yes, I, Walker. What kind of question is that? I didn't know. You think, you think Wheezy drops and I, it doesn't go through my hearing tr- channel? I, I'll be honest. It's a lot of tracks I haven't gotten through it all yet. I haven't gotten through it all. I've listened to maybe the first five or six records. When you count your blessings tonight, make sure that's on the list. So it was the it was bad. Why? Okay. So so let's do this. Let's do this then. I'm, I'm glad you're going that route. Because can you admit to, to the listeners here that you listen with a different kind of ear when it comes to music? Yes. Okay. So when you listen to a different kind of ear, what are you listening for? Traditionally, Walker, I'm listening for production value. Right. Okay. So you didn't really appreciate the production in this particular album. Well. As compared to previous works. Correct. Do I have to answer that? Yes. Okay. No. No, I didn't. There was a lot. There was a lot to be desired in terms of production. Wayne has done a lot better historically in terms of production. Okay. Um, who 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 worked on the production on this album? Clearly, you know that uh, some seven-year-old kid, obviously, who never operated a sound machine. Okay. Um, I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see if I can remember any beat tags on there, but I can't. I can't think of it. I know. I know there are a few notables on there, but it's just like. But no, I, I I entered this project with a Carter Five mindset. Is that fair? No. Okay. Um, but we all know Carter Five was very underwhelming, and um, that mindset that I entered it with was was dealing more so with he. I think he felt the critical reception of that, and he's going to give us funeral to show that hey, you know, Carter Five was a fluke. What he did was he validated the garbage that is Carter Five. I mean, Wayne, Wayne, whether you go into it, listen for predominantly beats or not, Wayne is going to have lyrical bars that stick with you that will make, will not make you, will, will convince you to listen to more, to listen for the next one, right? Mm-hmm. This was not the case. And Walker, me being honest, the first, the first three tracks, I listened to in in their entirety, and this this uh, well the first track too, but the second track, I was I mean, I was like Ryan, we have to skip this. Like our ears are suffering, but I listened to it anyway because I'm like he's gonna deliver that punchline. It never came not for me. I just don't think there are bars on here. 
Yeah. Um, I want. You know what I want? What? I want dedication, Wayne. That's what I want. I want DJ drama. I want dedication, Wayne. I still listen to Dedication Six and Dedication Six Reloaded. Okay. Wayne is out of his mind on these things. He's out of his mind. And then you get him in the studio for some official and he gets in his mind. Nobody wants that. So. Wayne actually rapped pretty good from what I heard so far. Now, those five, those memorable quotables from previous works. Now, I didn't hear much of that, but that doesn't mean he didn't have he didn't have good raps in it. You listen to slime rap. Don't you ever look at me like that again. I will come across this studio at you. Slime rap at least teaches life lessons. If you give it a chance. I'm coming across the studio at you. <laughs> Don't you ever sit there and lie to me ever again. You see, but here, here's the thing. And I have my critiques of Wayne. Okay. I have my critiques of Wayne. And you're entitled to feel how you want to feel about the project. A lot of people were underwhelmed by it. A lot of people. And, and, and we have to acknowledge that. It's not like I just want to hear from you because I have my critiques of Wayne. Okay. Okay. Um, per, from a production standpoint, I understand what you're saying, and I knew you were not going to like it. I knew it when I listened to it. Like, yeah, it's not going to like it. But his raps aren't really bad. His raps really were not bad. It really was not. Now, granted, I'm only five, six records in. I don't know how much, <laughs> how much worse it got. But his raps weren't bad to me. Have you? Here's here's my. Can I finish? No, but go ahead. <laughs> here's my critique about Wayne. Wayne, when were we introduced to Lil Wayne? Hot Boys. That was when. 1990. 96. I was in high school. 97. I was, it was 96, 97. Okay. We were introduced to Wayne about 96, 97. Oh my goodness. Okay. Wayne got hot Wayne has think of how much music has changed yeah since we were introduced to Wayne yeah okay 2005 you can say four five earlier than that no 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 we saw Wayne basically resurgent in a sense earlier to the point to where he basically hot boys he basically resuscitated the life of the hot, of, of, of hot boys. Well, that's a reach, but I'll, I'll, I'll allow it for this conversation. Or cash money, Thank I would you. say. Thank you. No, Sorry, cash bad. money. Let's say hot boys. He, he, re, he rejuvenated cash money, right? Yeah, right. We saw him do that. Yeah. And we saw, let me ask you this. Have we seen, did we see peak Wayne during that time? Everyone has their peak. No, you didn't. We did not see peak. When did we see think, peak Wayne? I think Carter three, which well, I which I think came after two thousand five, was peak Wayne. So that was two thousand eight, maybe two thousand seven, two thousand eight. He, he was at his height then, right? Because right. people I'm were say if Wayne has a prime, people for were me, proclaiming he proclaiming he was the best ever. Yeah, right. So that was about two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Right, right. Wayne was everywhere. Yeah, would you agree? 2008. That's yeah. exactly when I'm. That's exactly the time I'm thinking about. Gat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 2007, 2008. He was heating up in years prior, but sure, he, he exploded. Okay. okay. Now, was that peak Wayne? In my opinion, yes, absolutely. Okay. 
Because Wayne, Wayne had everything on Carter three. Here's the thing. And here's what I'm thinking. Here's just my thoughts about it. I'm Wayne's raps were not bad to me. However, I'm waiting for Wayne to kind of grow up. Immature. Wow. Because Wayne's been around as long as we've been introduced to like that's other guys time, in, yeah. in, in rap who's grown up. Because we're old, yeah. We're old now. Yeah, that's true. And you got to think how many, how many, Wayne gave birth to a lot of rappers who do a lot of what he did during that time. True. Right? Yeah. You got Young Thug. You got all these other, like, you, the young generation has their Waynes sure. out there. True. So from a Wayne standpoint, we're, we're wanting to see the growth that's what you're missing in Wayne is a lot of growth. Well, that's what I'm looking for is seeing a lot of growth in him. Now, you want him to recapture the magic, but think about it. What's made Drake and up until the past recent years, Kanye, oh. so relevant is that they've been able to change and adapt to sounds, maybe even introduce new sounds. Yeah, right? mostly Drake there. That, yeah. that, that speaks to the longevity of an artist. Right? Right. Has Wayne done that? No. So it's almost like he's kind of stuck in. Well, that's just my opinion. Wayne went rock, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. But that how many of us went with him? That didn't stick. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, really, that really wasn't. I mean, you, you don't really. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne did auto tune, but only after auto tune was auto tune. Okay. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Wayne has evolved as he's gone on in his career, so to speak. Okay, I'll give you that. And so he's putting out projects, and they're 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 just kind of lost in time, so to speak. It's like, okay, what is this? Right. Because again, <laughs> music. Why do you think we love four 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 like we did? Because it showed Jay's maturation. Absolutely. And we were in the generation. So he kind of spoke to where we were to, in a degree in our lot to a degree where we are in our lives. He yeah. was able he was able to be himself, but make it fit what's going on. True. I don't think Wayne has found his sound. I don't even know if he's trying to find. I don't know what Wayne. I, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where records. Right. Okay. I don't know where Wayne. I don't know where his focus is. You want him to have that razor sharp focus, but Wayne has been in the game for how long? I'm not saying I want him to have it. I'm just telling you he doesn't have it. You want him to have it, Gad. Do I? Yeah, you do, because you complain when he doesn't have but it. Think about it. I'm going to tell you why I don't want him to have that. Because if I wanted him to have it, I would have come into the funeral with the Carter Three mo uh, focus. I was about to say Mo Focus. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. I, but to me, that's my critique of Wayne. I don't see a lot of growth. Right. Even from a lyrical standpoint, I don't see a lot of growth in, in that. Okay. And I knew from a sound sound aspect, a lot of people would be like, eh. But I'm, I want to see, okay, the bars may be eh, but I want to see how your raps are. You know what I mean? And they were still decent, but they're, I have, same Wayne, he's, he's stuck in time. It's like he froze, okay. in a sense. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of, those two things combined made it a, a very, what's the word? I don't know. It, it is. We've seen better. We've just seen better from Wayne. So okay. 
That's all. Gotcha. That's all. I, I just want to. I I don't know what that looks like for Wayne, but I I want to see some. I mean, he's a dad. He's he's into. I mean, what you know, like what what you what you what you talk. What was life like when you was? Are you off lean? Are you off? You know what I mean? Like what? Let's not be hasty here, Walker. <laughs> but okay, you know what is not. But what do you want, Gat? And that's the thing. What do you want from a Wayne at just, this point? I want a higher quality Wayne. What is that? That's Carter too. <laughs> but that's during his ascension, though. So yeah, I, I, again, maybe, maybe. you're not being fair. You're not being fair when you say that. How am I not being fair? That's like me saying, Jay. I don't want 444. Okay, I want Blueprint J. You remember Blueprint J? Bad comparison. Oh, bad comparison? Bad comparison. Because one could argue that he went similarly as hard on 444. Similarly. One could argue that. Okay. What's that, um, what's that album he did with Tom Ford on it? Um, um, Holy Mandacarna, yeah. Holy Grail. Okay, so now, now we have a project that we cannot compare Blueprint to. So use that one as your example, but don't use four 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 as your example. Four 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 is an all time hip hop classic. No, but you got to admit those are two different albums. True. You 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 saw. But you uh, can't you, tell me there weren't shades of Blueprint J on there. You can't tell me that. Not honestly. So who's he beefing with? No, no, that that was that was the motive on Blueprint, okay. But I'm talking about lyrical artistic quality. All right. Okay, so here's Jay brought a, it to you on a similar level. Sure, I'm not saying maybe with the, obviously with a different motive, but assess the quality of rap. They're on a similar level as Blueprint, in my opinion. You can argue that. You can argue the that quality of raps are but, similar to but what he here, brought on Here's Blueprint. what made four 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 dope, and you're you're not paying it. You're not focusing on this. Yes, he brought quality of rap, but what you rapping about? Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Because basically, I mean, granted, we would have loved it, but what we what we loved is how relevant and how how Jay you Jay really. The thing was so dope about him is that this is someone who raps really and truly where he is in his life, right? Jay, is it Jay Z? He doesn't. Magna Carta, yeah. I can't get over that. So you hated Magna Carta? I didn't hate it, but in Jay's catalog, it's gonna be towards the back. <laughs> but when you look at Jay's catalog, that's going. That's kind of that's People that's kind of easy about to do. It, but there's some duds on there. Like, what's that? What's that? Um, what's that joint he did? He did. It wasn't a. It wasn't an official Jay and Beyonce collab, but she was like on every other track. Everything's love. No, 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 no. It was before that. Don't worry, Wiki's taking me there. Um, the point. But the, but the point. We we got sidetracked. We, we, we talked with Wayne. But I, I just I just Kingdom Come. <laughs> Yours are bad. <laughs> you know, I've I've gone back and listened to Kingdom Come. It's 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 not as bad as we made it out to be. It's not as bad as we made it out to be. 
It's not as bad. Right. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. okay. I want to get out of here. I'm. You, you can leave. I feel threatened, and I'm insecure. That's what most of this podcast <laughs> has been about. You realized that before this. <laughs> no, that album was not as is is at the time because here here's here's Kingdom Come's biggest problem. What album did it come behind? The Black Album. Okay. What album has come behind a Jay-Z classic that really we was like, oh my God. You really asking that? Yeah. Okay. Gosh, the blueprint three. You see what I'm saying? What? So so no give me give me an album that came behind a classic that we deem to be a classic of Jay-Z. And I'm thinking there's four of these classic albums in mind. Okay. I'm thinking so, about. so, so let, let's just let's walk through this. Reasonable doubt. Okay. What's the album after that? What did in you, my lifetime, Volume One. Good Don't album. You, good album. But it's not as heralded as a uh, as a uh, Reasonable Doubt. It's not even in Jay Z's top four. Yeah. But look at it's not look, even Jay Z's top four. How, I loved it. How much of a drop off was it when you compare his whole uh, his whole catalog? How much of a drop off? Was it even a drop off? No, no, no. Look at it in that moment. Was it a drop off? No, not to me. Okay. Okay. But think of it. Think of it. Let's compare apples to apples here, Walker. Reasonable doubt to in my lifetime, volume one. Okay. Right. Now look at the Black Album and Kingdom Come. This is a drop off. Thank you, but not the level of drop off that you and I both acknowledge between Reasonable Doubt and In My Lifetime Volume One. What about Blueprint and then Blueprint Two? No, 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 no. Acknowledge no. Go that. to another one. Acknowledge that, then we can go to another one. No, it wasn't that big of a drop off, but it was a drop off. Oh goodness! It was a drop off, Gat. It wasn't. So he kept the same, same. They're even. They're one and two. One A, one B. That's what you want me to say. <laughs> It'd be nice. You know that album is not re- regarded as it was to a reasonable doubt. It's not even in the top four. So yes, it was a drop off. Is it better than Kingdom Come? Sure it is. Then turn your mic off. I've already won this. Hey, that's apples and oranges. Remember the, <laughs> remember the argument you made? I said, let's compare apples to apples. All right. What's, what's my next, next topic, Walker? What's the next? I, I, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> Um, Aaron Hernandez Netflix doc. Uh, we are going to discuss this. Okay. Um. So what you got? Uh, first thoughts. I I really believe that this documentary should have been a one part series versus three. <laughs> there was a lot of rhetoric in this thing. I'll give you an example. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez is. How do you say that? How do you say? How do you possessive his last name? Hernandez. Okay. And Hernandez sexual perceived Hernandez's. sexual <laughs> perceived sexual orientation ha- gives me no usable context into shaping how he was going about murdering Odin Lloyd. That does that didn't matter to me. Okay? Um his what what else was it? Is um dang it, I lost it just like that, Walker. That was that was the biggest thing for me though. Like they, they You didn't said, like that. I didn't like it because it didn't really give it really give to the story. 
you know and it's just like oh he could have been a gangster i mean really <laughs> like like what what difference does it make and i hate to, i hate to do this walker but you've consumed him just like i have oj right the oj the, the countless oj documentaries on the you know on the the two alleged murders right no one i mean what would it mean any different to you if they've discovered that oj was a crip no just give me to the motive i mean that doesn't mean anything just get me to get me to why he killed this man i don't think they know but but why does him possibly being gay has any have anything to do with it uh because it, it adds to the story no it doesn't it and then his the story his um who is it his it aunt who story. had breast cancer did you see i mean don't get me wrong i'm not demeaning breast cancer but cousin the, cousin the level of detail they went in describing her breast cancer okay i admit it's bad that she has that but just focus on the relationship between them now I was able to finally get out of it that she essentially would do anything for Aaron. You you this gotta a have a huge spoiler alert if you haven't seen this yet. Should have said that first. But clearly, because you went in, you had I'm, some things to get off your chest. Because I'm mad about it. I got a problem. Why are you mad? I got a because it's just like you do realize someone else did the doc, right? <laughs> really? You didn't do it, right? You was not there. Okay. No, nah, it's just. It's just time I, I I would really like to have back, but I decided to sink into wow. this. Wow! And it's just like, oh, um, okay, okay. First episode, episode two is gonna be okay. Episode two, they're gonna close this thing out with a. I I think okay. they covered their bases without really saying because no one really knows. He's not here to. Yeah, exactly. We don't know exactly. Um, I thought you you know what you know what stood out to me about the whole again. I felt like the whole him, him, his, his sexual, you know, preferences, preferences and whatnot. I felt like that was sauce, but I feel like what was grossly overlooked in this, in this, in this doc that they pointed out was the dysfunction in his family. Okay. And I think, you know, people believe that CTE, that he suffered from CTE, which pretty sure he did to a degree well they said that at the end let me get to my point i think that a lot of his issues were i think he there was a lot of personal issues stemming from his upbringing okay that that really made him angry the loss of his father the loss of his father but also how his father was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They, they 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 hinted in the first one episode how his dad was. Yeah, and his dad and his mom had a volatile relationship. Sure. And his dad was he was good as long as he was doing what you're supposed to do. But he he came off as a bit of a um, a hole. I was gonna say hard a. Okay, but. But still, still revered in the community, which is. But you know. But that's classic. That's live, that's live, reputation. Live life that's reputation. Totally different right. That's reputation. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? But when you're in a home, you know, you can be a completely. I mean, people do that all the time. People right. put up fronts for people in the whole nine. Um, I could hear how he talked to his mom, in prison, like when they were arguing or whatever. Yeah. And the way that they. W- 
you could just see like the way he talks to like I I don't even talk learn behavior you see what I'm saying Is like that you what you're saying see, yes yeah, I'm with you you, you, okay. you I, I could begin to see how things would set him off right right so now you're in a club and you ain't even fly and someone spit he was flying the club you, you're gonna tell you well, hold on Gab, you, you have to date it Walker he still ain't flying the club okay continue can on. you listen can can, can I say if someone is fly or not in the club and you think I would know what you, fly would look like? You've earned that right. Yeah. God bless you. Okay. He ain't fly. I mean, he just, he just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a New England Patriot. <laughs> this is what it is. Right? Right. Someone spills something on his shoe. And later that night, you, you just going to open fire in the car. Like what makes you snap? Because people with CTE don't even do that. True. You see what I'm saying? Like what made? I feel like it was a combination, and I don't think the sexual stuff really played a factor into it. I just, again, I thought that was sauce, but because again, you got to make the document juicy. But at, and then I get you don't like that, but at the same time, that's it is what it is. But I I think that was a combination of other things in Aaron Hernandez's upbringing that just you're angry. I think you you're just very angry, and I feel like if that goes unchecked, I mean, you can point to a lot of things. The only person that he felt close to was his cousin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the only, not his mom, not his brother. Like again, you can see all, you can see like points here right. to where it's like, okay, those are, I can see a lot of things that he's carrying with him that can just set him off. Sure. And so to me, it, it was it was enlightening. It, it was it was lightning. I, I thought they did a, a pretty good job of it. I thought they did a good job of it. It was entertaining. Would you watch it again? Sure. No, you wouldn't. You just don't want to feed into my antics. Can I just disagree with you? No. Okay. <laughs> What's next? Um, Super Bowl. What is that? Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? You're trash today. <laughs> like the today specifically, you are trash. I mean, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're insecure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a little bit. And we're we're not going to revisit it. But you really got under my skin with your J rhetoric. Oh my god, I, it's my fault, Walker. I got to educate you better. But not not now. What do you mean? No, no, no. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I said we're not going to talk about this now. Super Bowl. Okay. Walker, yeah. So you just know how to just get off your game, huh? You emotional wreck. <laughs> Can we talk about the Super Bowl, please? Clearly, we can't because you stuck on Jay, who I'm a big fan of. Just because I said, I said that that album was not as bad listening to it in hindsight. It's not. It's not his best work, but it's not the trash that people said it was. Okay. Can we talk about the Super Bowl, please? But Kanye's last album before he went Christian was was great. <laughs> I never I'd punch you in the face. I never said it was great. I said it's better than people give it credit for. Which is not saying much then. <laughs> 
Super Bowl Walker. Yes, Kingdom I pl- Come is better than <laughs> it's better than Yay. I plan. <laughs> I plan on watching most of the second half of the game. Um, I'm intentionally skipping the halftime show for my own personal reasons. Um, Why? Because we do a podcast, so we we you know because I like for you to be transparent. It it should be it should be outlawed for you to do any type of entertainment on that type of level in Miami without rose. I mean, are you serious? Okay, are you, are you serious right now? Pitbull's gonna be there. So going back to sports, <laughs> I as much as this as much as empty as this prediction is, Pitbull ain't on. I suffice. feel like the Chiefs will be victorious in this game. Okay, I I think this game will be close for the majority, but at the San end San Francisco's of the, defense will make it close. Yes, but at the end of the day, I think Casey's got more weapons than the 49ers know what to do with. And since since I'm usually wrong about my predictions, congratulations to the 49ers. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, um, I'm pulling. I'm pulling for the Chiefs. I'm pulling for the Chiefs. I want. I want Mahomes to win it. I want Andy Reid to win it. Chip. Yeah, he gets close. Yeah, he's gotten close so many times. He's he's paid his dues. He's been in the league a long time. He's had a lot of good teams. Yeah, like I just the knew Illuminati he was gonna... needs to let this guy win. <laughs> That's who's holding him back. Yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't get denied tomorrow. Yeah. But th- think about it, Walker. You know, you know how much I like revel over sports conspiracy, right? Think about how this one's shaping up. Okay, I, people lose focus of this being the hundredth year of the NFL. So Goodell, as he weaves this tangled production we call the Super Bowl, he's got to be working in the narrative to have the Chiefs win this thing, right? Why? Because they're one of the most storied and oldest franchises in the NFL. So who else wins it in the 100th year of the NFL? The 49ers? Give me a break, man. This doesn't make any sense. Chiefs. Hell, the Chiefs. What did they say up there in Arrowhead? It was a terrible argument for that. I say, it's my sports conspiracy. They usually don't make sense, but it sounds good. Okay. What else you got, Walker? That's it. <laughs> Is Mahomes a black quarterback? Um, he's mixed. I think gotcha. so, he's not black. Good. All right. What? Why is he not black? Has he ever been to Alabama? <laughs> Has he been to Alabama? Mm-hmm. Surely, yeah. Okay. Surely he's come through. Okay, slid through. You yeah. think he's think he'd be black down here? No. Okay. All right. Let's get to our shout outs. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of talking to you. Go ahead. Uh, have you been talking? <laughs> Clearly not. Uh, I don't know where to start, Walker. So my shout out goes oh, to... Um, tra- <laughs> you know, I str- traditionally I've struggled with this part of the podcast. You've been struggling all podcast. You, th- you threw me off and I... I'll, I'll get over it. I'll get through it. The podcast is almost over. What do you mean you'll get over it and yeah. get through it? I think in about three more episodes, I'll be I'll be over it. That's how long it's going to take. Can me. we bring in guests for the other three until you get yourself together? Sure. <laughs> um, my shout out goes to Trey Young, 
who is in his second year of the NBA. He is starting point guard for the Atlanta Hawks and is also will be in his first all NBA all-star game as a starter. Okay. Um, the reason why I am shouting him out is that according to CNN, he helped assist in eliminating $1 million in medical debt for underprivileged families in the Atlanta area. Oh, wow. Um, so this initiative was a collaborative effort between him, uh, his nonprofit dubbed the Trey Young Foundation and an organization called, uh, I guess it's called RIP um, Medical Debt which works to alleviate financial burdens for individuals who are living below the federal poverty level. Uh, he made a $10,000 donation, which equated to the cancellation of $1 million or $1 million plus dollars in medical debt for Atlanta residents struggling to make ends meet. His donation will benefit at least 570 families. So shout out to young Trey young for his contributions and for someone to be that young too, making that, those kind of contributions is always that. Pun intended? Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, Walker, my shout out comes from the state of Colorado. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with uh, real estate trends in Colorado? No. Okay. So in short, housing costs are rising exponentially, right? And what we've seen, unfortunately, is um, a high level of foreclosures and um, people who just aren't, people don't have the income to afford their homes anymore. That's how bad it's getting. Um, so enter the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless. Uh, what they have been doing around the, the broad state of Colorado is as uh, hotels and motels of sort, uh, close their doors and go out of business for whatever reasons. They've been securing these with um, with the help of government government backed funds and reconditioning these properties for not only the homeless but for those people who can for some reason not afford housing. And so what I what I um, what I really like about this is in most cases if you can prove to the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless that you are making efforts to try to get out of your situation, um, you can stay here at no cost. Cool. So what I really love about this, Walker, is you know from a tax-based perspective, the state of Colorado has seen great uh, a great uptick in terms of tax funding because of uh, legalized marijuana, are you correct? Right. So um, I love to see those funds being repurposed to really help those in need. So um, shout out to the CCH. Cool. Um, let's talk about the foolishness. Okay. You want to go first or sure. you want me to go first? I'll go first. Walker, uh, you and I are... <sighs> Thankfully, we've never been... Uh, so addicted to anything that it causes causes us to act outside the norm. But um, a good friend of yours, Mr. Spencer Boston of Lebanon, Tennessee, uh, he's got a little issue. Uh, he can't lay off the weed. <laughs> Where's Stephen A. when you need him? Exactly. So um, while uh, while in court, 
for uh, awaiting awaiting his trial for possession and distribution of marijuana. Uh, Mr. Boston has a great idea. And he says, you know what? I'm gonna spark one up right now while I'm waiting on these proceedings to start. <laughs> this is gonna be good. So um, Mr. Boston sparks up and he takes a few, a few tokes from the blunt, if you will. And uh, he's quickly reapprehended. to which as the article states, the judge ordered an immediate <laughs> trial or no immediate proceedings of Mr. Boston's trial. Uh, to which <laughs> the judge promptly charged Mr. Boston or sentenced Mr. Boston to two years in prison. <laughs> I think we need Ren's take on this. Uh, Ren, what you think? You idiot! Oh, yep, yep. Wow. Two, two, two years for uh, sparking, huh? Two years, buddy. Swift two years. <laughs> that's That's rich. That's rich. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, my player of the week goes out to ABC's new ABC news reporter, Matt Gutman. Now, oh, this is not what I think it Matt is. got himself into a little bit of trouble this week. So much so that it resulted in him actually getting suspended by the network. Now, Gat, you know about this. You know about this situation, right? Yeah. Okay, so you don't even have to ask the question, right? right. You don't have to ask who Matt Gutman is, do you? No. I okay. Don't. Uh, or why he did what he did? No. No. I know, I know already. Okay. Well, the, our listeners may not know. <laughs> they may have been under a rock. Um, Matt Gutman got suspended for releasing inaccurate information concerning Kobe Bryant's fatal helicopter crash this past Sunday. Now. During a live breaking news report, Gutman stated that all four of Brian's daughters were believed to be on board the helicopter oh when it goodness. crashed. As we know, it was only Gianna Bryant who was the only family member with Kobe that day. Now, Gutman did since then issue an apology as he should have. Problem was, it came more than seven hours after he initially reported Man, that story. Come on now. Okay. Yeah, that's a long time for bad intel to just sit out there like that, especially with people like reaching to find out what happened in that situation. You remember how we was during yeah, that time? Yeah, man. Now, I know there was a lot of bad information floating around on Sunday that had nothing to do with Gutman. All right. Okay. We were even hearing that Rick Fox had perished in a helicopter crash. Yeah, so it was a lot of bad intel. Shoot. Gad and I, even in our past recording... You know, we have to self-produce our own stuff. So sometimes we get stuff wrong. We don't have a third party letting us know that, hey, you said that wrong. That was inaccurate. Right. Right. We even said that Gianna was Kobe's oldest daughter yeah, when he, in inaccurate. fact, she's the second oldest. All right. So human error is a part of life. I get that. All right. Why am I singling out Matt when even we make mistakes? Here's the reason. It's because Matt's a professional journalist, okay? He went to school for this, Gat. He, he does this for, this for a living. He works for a news station, and he's obligated to report accurate news to the viewing audience. Now, when it comes to those three factors, Gat, both you and I are 0 for 3 when it comes to that, all right? <laughs> I went to school for computer science. What was your major, sir? Uh, management information systems. Okay, what do you do for a living now? <laughs> yeah, I'm in marketing. Okay, you're in marketing, all right? <laughs> 
Nothing close to news, right? No. I'm still no. working close to my major and doing little projects here and there, but nothing regarding reporting news on a daily basis. Right. We are we 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 are corporate America by week and podcast what on an average of three times a month? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Sounds so we, we're a little we're a little, a little raw yeah. when it comes to this, right? Right. So you know, when it comes to that, we're not a reliable news source. And I think people understand that. I don't think people even come to us for news. What they do come to us for is that they want to know our opinions on what's already been reported. We're mm-hmm. just two randoms out here in these streets, right. right? That's all we are, right? We Again, sophisticated ignorance, right? That's what that's what we do. Anything with ignorance in it, you shouldn't take as credible news, right? <laughs> even if we, it's significant. Even if it's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're out here just giving our opinions at the end of the day. Now, you see right or wrong, podcasting, social media, and other modern platforms have equipped everyday Joes like you and I get to give our right to uh, to give our unsolicited opinions on matters regardless of whether we have an informed opinion or not all right that's just the world we live in journalism however should come with a greater responsibility get don't you agree i agree in short we just expect better from y'all that's all we expect better from journalists you're above us you're above this okay Especially given that the timing and sensitivity of the situation, reporting accurate information should take a higher priority of reporting it first, Matt. Now, ABC has released a statement on Wednesday's uh, on Wednesday confirming Gutman's suspension. They it it reads, or a snippet of, of it was, reporting the facts accurately is the cornerstone of our journalism. As he acknowledged on Sunday, Matt Gutman's initial reporting was not accurate and failed to meet our editorial standards. We're unsure of how long Gutman will be suspended, of course, probably long enough to take a nice paid vacation somewhere beautiful and tropical, Gat. I'm already jealous of him, right? I mean, good vacation right now. Yeah, I mean, I could go for I, I would love to have a, 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 you know, unspecified suspension of at work. Yeah. I'm using air quotes as I say that, of right? Of course, of course. But my hope here is that Matt uses this as a teachable moment to grow as a journalist and work to better vet out his intel moving forward. Now, he may not be Gat's vote for Journalist of the Year at the Casties, <laughs> but he's definitely Walker's Player of the Week. So enjoy your hardware, my good friend. <sighs> yeah. Uh, hmm? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what I do want to say, what I do want to say is, I am appreciative of. I haven't really looked at a lot this week, but the outpouring of love and appreciation, and the and the memories that people and the fond memories people have had of Kobe Bryant this mm-hmm. week has has. Um, it's been good to see. It's been it's been good to see the outpouring of love. Um, um I watched part of the Lakers game. Um, last night and uh, saw what they did and it was a very emotional night yes. um, so people are still hurting um, it's still sur- I'm still kind of in shock like I still don't want to believe it as many people do but um, one of our legends has has, has passed uh-huh. on yeah. so um, cherish life y'all cherish uh, life you watched the tribute I'm guessing yeah man um you know, you know one thing, and I and I read about this on something earlier today. But you know what I really love about this Walker 
I love the social structures of toxic masculinity crumbling okay. to the floor. Oh, seeing men being emotional. Seeing men being emotional, man. But not just men. I'm talking about these men playing basketball at its highest level. Yeah. You know, I'm here for the emotion, so I'm never going to be against it. But I just think, I think there's a bigger story being told here, you know, and it, and this is this is just it just goes on as another example of the impact that this man had when he was here so um yeah there's just there's so, as tragic as it was there's so much good you know being put back into the world because of it you right. know what i'm saying or I in agree. spite of it i should say i agree so I, I, and i hope we like like nipsey's passing i hope we can keep this going yeah this this realm of positivity and perspective that we have there you go um i thought jay williams did a great job of talking about how it's important if you have loved ones or people in your life you're not speaking to use this as an example of how tomorrow isn't promised and that the things that you're dealing with with people that are so insignificant when you put it in this proper perspective go ahead and and bury that and deal with that because at the end of the day we are all we got yep so i'm paraphrasing but it was beautiful well said and he was emotional he was on air and he just basically poured his heart out and i loved it um that's that here's what i want us to do in the future okay we haven't done this and we've talked about we've talked about we talked about Wayne at nauseum and we got on the subject of Jay and made comparisons and that's where you went left. I want us to rank in the future Jay-Z albums from best to worst. I'm not ready. We gotta do that. I'll lab up though. I'll lab up. Yeah. We're 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 gonna rank Jay Z's albums from from best to worst and talk about it. We sorta did that with Kanye before. And I feel like we need to kind of we need to do that with Drake as well. Oh goodness, that's gonna be tough for me. I'll bring my boxing gloves. Gee, um, but yeah, um, I feel like we need to talk about Jay Z albums and rank them. Okay, Walker. Okay, you just want to fight. Well, the people want us to fight. <laughs> I don't fight though. I'm here for it, Walker. Okay. Uh, you got anything else, man? No, that's all I got. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and listening to uh, this week's episode of the Tipping Point Podcast. Again, be sure to follow us on uh, whatever streaming platform you're using, as well as follow us on social media. We could really appreciate the help and support. And again, thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed and prosperous week. This is the Tipping Point Podcast. Podcast.